hungry roses with Ivana and Lisa. Woo! Ooh, Lisa girl, do we need that woo today or do we need it? Do we need it or do we need it? Wait, things are heavy. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Um, let's just let's talk about this right off the gate briefly. Um, you know, because we we don't really talk about politics and or heavy subjects because our aim here Lisa correct me if I'm wrong is to you know be a distraction from your everyday right we keeping it light finding some levity we try you know we open the gates of petty city and we walk right in to offer comedy for all of you dear listeners and stuff right now shiznit right now is kind of rough you know the with Ukraine it's really heartbreaking and awful I ugh, I don't know about you, Lisa. Total nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. Like total nightmare. I literally I've been having so much anxiety about all of this. Like ever since it started, um, I've had like a pretty. It's for me today personally. It was a pretty rough day for me, and it it took like a lot of me treating myself and being kind to myself to like relax. Um, and our hearts just yeah. go out to everybody affected. Like it, honest to God, it's really yeah, upsetting. It's, it's a total. I mean, it feels like all of a sudden we're like back in like the forties. Yeah. Where people are hiding yeah. in bomb shelters. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. Like history repeating itself, and it's just it makes me want to just what it you know like <laughs> honestly it makes me just want to put out a PSA out there. Hello, hi there. If there are any like secret superheroes out there with secret abilities, um, any Spider Men, oh. <laughs> any Wonder Women, any Supermen, any Doctor Stranges, like. <laughs> And he wanders. Now is, your time. Now now is, is the your time. time. Like secret Captain America's like mutants. I'm talking X-Men. Wherever you reside, now is the moment. <laughs> like this is the moment. You know, like I'm not like I'm not trying to like make light of the situation. Like, uh, Lisa, I don't believe you're familiar with this brand of superhero. There are uh, Marvel characters oh. called the Eternals. And they're these beings mm. that like they, they're not allowed to like interact with human history. Like they have a rule about it. And I'm like, now's the time. Like, hi. Hi, hello. Hi, if you're there, please. Now is the time to intervene. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. things are hard. So my point with all this, obviously, is just be very kind to yourselves. Treat yourself as much as you possibly can. Um, like, wherever you are, be kind to people. Receive kindness. Like, na- this is the season to be kind and give kindness and receive kindness, in my opinion. Would, would, would you agree with that statement? Is that the Amen, right thing sister. to say? Amen. Just... So, you know, we hope we can offer you some kind of levity from your from what's going on right now. So if it seems like we're just being extra petty and extra like persnickety or whatnot, it's just because we got to focus our energies on something. And that something is the stupid TV show. OK, <laughs> like, this is, we're just we're taking it out on this show. So. um, So, yeah, that, that's all I really wanted. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? We just we love you all dearly and we want you all to be well. <laughs> No, it's just a really horrific, surreal time. And we're just trying to do our best to lift each other up. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, so let's get into The Bachelor news. And there really honestly isn't a ton, which is kind of surprising. There's usually quite a bit. Um, so I'm going to start off with Zach and Tasha. Now, this has kind of been an ongoing situation oh where they're like, are they on? Are they off? And people being like, no, they're definitely off. But like they're still communicating. And it's kind of confusing to like know exactly what's going on because no one's exactly like put words to what's going on. <laughs> um, but I believe an article came out. I think it was Us Weekly recently where people from, quote, Zach's camp. <laughs> ah! 
what? are like sort of coming out in his defense in a weird way. I don't know about defense, but they're just like, yeah, they're just trying to like put a full closure to things that were kind of in the works and now no longer are. And um, I don't know, in my opinion, just kind of implying that Tasha is like full on moving on without Zachary and like they're definitely not going to rekindle anything. Hmm. Um, so I think that's probably the kibosh on that, but I don't know. Who knows? Like we could get more information, but I just, I kind of doubt it. I think from here on end, both parties are going to be kind of quiet, but, um, it's just been this ongoing, very nebulous, what is happening? And nobody knows. You know what I mean? So that's that. Listen, if I were them, I would also be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt. I don't don't want... When in doubt. Who wants to know my business? Yeah. It's none of my, my business. business. It's none of my business. <laughs> Isn't that a TikTok song? <laughs> it's none of my I business. I don't know. It's none of my business. Anyway. Um, but yeah. So we wish them well. <laughs> we don't really. better than I do. We really don't know what's going on. But whatever is going on, we just wish them all well, respectively. You know what I mean? So Public information is not in their spirit. Uh, no. Allegedly. No, 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 no. Um, anyway, moving on. Next bit is with Demi. She was in Colton season. Or sorry. Oh, my God. Clay, I just did it again. Wow. Someone needs to take a tally. Please. No, listeners. you were right. No, I said. It was Colton. Oh, I know. No, you're right. Oh, my. <laughs> you said it right. <laughs> okay. Other than this one time, listeners, I dare someone, one of our listeners, we do have quite a few. We got a little fam growing. Okay. Uh, to tally the amount of times that I've accidentally said uh, Colton instead of Clayton. Okay. I dare you. Somebody out there. Send me an email. <laughs> HungryRosesPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Demi was on Colton season <laughs> and she's a bit of a wild child, right? She's got energy. Is she? she is a fun gal. She really became popular because of Bachelor in Paradise, which is probably why you're not familiar, Lisa, because Lisa is not yep, a fan. That's a no for that me. is a no for her. So yeah, she came out with this autism diagnosis and everyone was being super supportive. I am as well. I think it's really important to like normalize these things and, you know, it's great. Bring so, awareness to. Yeah, exactly. Bring awareness to it. So I'm really happy that she did that and that everyone received it very well. Because you never know with Bachelor Nation, right? Like sometimes they're going to be like, nah, you know, you never know. And I'm really happy that that was not the case here because. You never know. Ugh, you truly never you know. You never know with Bachelor Nation, the fandom. It's a crazy place. It's almost as bad as Reddit. And there is a fandom on Reddit. So it, it's all very, really bad, Lisa. Fandom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other, but otherwise the things that have sort of transpired, if you will, Genevieve did make a statement post her elimination and I can't exactly remember word for word what it was. Um, but I mean, and we're obviously gonna, maybe we should save our thoughts on this, um, for when we actually get to that. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you're, you're reading my mind, Lisa. You are giving me a wonderful foreshadowing here. Um, she did come up with a, hold on, let me see if I can get the, I mean, it's pretty long and she didn't outright, if I remember, speak about the whole, um, therapy slash psychoanalysis, like analysis situation, but we have known because she's told us many a time that she doesn't open up well. And so like, this was a really horrific situation for her to be in. And the statement that she made, like it was all, it was a great statement. It's very long. And, but just like thanking people for their support and stuff. But a lot of people were kind of rushing to her aid. 
after this episode or not rushing to her aid. I don't know what the right word is to say. Like, um, like in support of her, they were like coming out in support of her in drones. Cause they were like, yeah, that situation was horrific that you were in. And like, yeah, you know, like don't blame yourself for how that turned out. Like all this stuff. Um, because I really, I know that these people are, and by these people, I mean, the producers are running out of ideas for things, but I really don't know if they're these kind of therapy dates are the way to go. I really just don't. I it's because it 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 just leaves a it just leaves a gross taste in my mouth. I don't like it, and it would appear that majority of people agree with that statement. <laughs> they did not like it. Yeah, you get a surprise psychoanalyst. Yeah. yeah. With no permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I believe Nick Vile did touch on this briefly, that, like, obviously, like, this wasn't a real therapist because, like, HIPAA laws and whatever, and I don't really know what those are overseas, but I feel like there's a lot of, like, you know, there's oaths that therapists take where they're like, we're not going to repeat anything you say, and, like, to do that on television, I don't know. I, I So I don't know. It was all just kind of shifty to me, and we'll talk about it more when we get there, but that that happened and basically the last piece of info that I have, and granted we're recording earlier in the week than we normally do, so there may be news after this that comes out. If so, we're sorry, but this is what we have in the now, okay? It's just not much. <laughs> um, Clayton is apparently gearing up for massive blowback. Like, so much so that he has reached out to both Nick Vile and Matt James about, like, what the F he's going to do because he is anticipating a huge amount of blowback, which is very interesting to me you know i'm like we need to get to the end you mean of these- like in the coming episodes yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like we need to get to the Uh-oh. the nitty-gritty of this whole situazione because right now we have some data but we don't got enough and i need the full picture <laughs> not that we're well, even producers are just they are so thrilled with us. like and uh, like even Mike Fleiss, the creator or whatever, was like, "We've never seen an ending like this before," and they always say that. But I kind of am want to believe 100% them. Percent of the time. But I am in want to believe them this time. Like things, like he, because he basically implies it's not over till it's over, which almost again gives me the vibes of maybe he does leave single. Like I don't, IDK, you know, I don't know. But it's like I just find I need the Somebody resolution. Should. I need the resolution. At some point. Ugh, it's just it's so it's gonna be rough, guys. And I don't. But they they imply that it's like his fault. Yeah. Like, like none of the women that are left yeah, yeah. Well, want to go through yeah, them. Exactly, exactly. In the promo, um. So whatever happens, man, I I don't know. But I it's as the as the uh, shrunken head in Harry Potter and the Azkaban Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban says it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Like it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Like. Oh, I, I am scared. I'm officially in the place where I'm scared and anxious about all of this. Oh. But that's, uh, that's my gosh. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, Lisa. You're welcome. Um, so that's where, yeah, that's the news. That's really all I have. It's not much. So shall we get into the episode? Are you ready? Oh, I'm already in. Are you ready? Oh, Lisa's in there. I got to catch up. Okay. I got to sprint. I got to sprint in there. Okay. Get in, girl. So, Sarah comes back, so we basically pick up right from where we left off, and she... I have whiplash in this episode. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah. Why? Explain. (laughs) Because things were so great for her. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it took a turn real quick. Oh, how the turntables. Yeah, I mean. They done turned all, like, all the way over to the other side. Yeah, it, but it, yeah, this whole thing. Rough. I was like. Rough city. Yeah, like. I'm dying to know your thoughts, because I had. Eyeglass, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Interesting, because, like. Okay, so basically... Oh, that's nice. No, anyway. <laughs> I knew the second I said it that way, I was like, that's not how I meant to say it. <laughs> but sometimes my words come yeah, out... Okay, shut your mouth. No. Anyway, so... <laughs> sometimes my words come out faster <laughs> than my brain is able to be like, wait, slow, slow down. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Let her finish. It's okay. I just said auga eyeglasses. Auga. Those were the words that just <laughs> came out of visual. My, my mouth. That's so. the visual, folks. That's literally what... That's kind of what this episode was. It was a lot of that. Um... But yeah, so basically Sarah comes back and she confronts the girls in this really calm way, which I was pleasantly surprised with. It wasn't like a screaming match. You know what I mean? And she did want to know who it was. And there was just silence. And then this was the weird thing to me. And I don't know. I, I wish that I had gone back to the previous episode to watch the scene again so that I could see if this had actually happened or not. But correct me if I'm wrong, it felt like Sarah was saying that the person who brought this to Colton's attention did so as a last-ditch effort before going home. Like, she implied that Clayton told her that. That Clayton said... Yes. And I was like, I don't think that happened, girl. Uh, I don't recall that happening. Unless it was something that he said off-camera, maybe? Like... Sweet nothings, maybe he said that. But I was like, whoa, that's a pretty bold-faced lie if that didn't happen. So, like, if I'm Mara, that's what I would have latched on to, honestly. I would have been like, Clayton said what now? Because he knows it was me that said it to him. So, like, if he said that, right. do you know what I mean? So, if, if that had been me as Mara, I, that's the part that I would have latched on to. Because then I would have confronted Clayton with it and be like, if you felt that way, why didn't you just send me home that night? Why did you keep me around? Right? I don't know. That's just. Well, I think she also knew that Sarah was really mad and just stuff was coming out of her mouth. Yeah, but like, but that's a scary thing to hear that Clayton said that whoever said this to him did so as a last ditch effort. Like that. Is I mean, powerful. they showed her face when she said it. Right. And she was like, "Woo!" And, and I don't know, like, I don't know if Mara registered that. I think she she heard that as Sarah saying, whoever did this, blah, 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 which is the truth. Like that's like totally coming entirely from Sarah and not Clayton. Um, I don't know because I mean, Clayton did say like, I knew that giving you a second one-on-one would put a target on your back, but he did not say, yeah, the person that told me this did. So was a last shit effort. Like that didn't, those words did not escape his mouth. So I was like, Hmm, that's an interesting thing to say to all these girls. <laughs> she was going for the jugular. Oh Yeah. And like, and straight for the jugular. And speaking of that, her description of wanting Mara to be sent home. Do you recall this? She, Please I didn't, I didn't write it down verbatim, but it was this visual of Mara sitting in a middle seat on her way back to the Jersey Turnpike with bad wine. That's what she said. Oh. And I was like, ew, Sarah. Like, I get that you feel vindicated right now and like justice in some way, but like, this was not it. This was not. It was not a classy, it was not a classy no, retaliation. No, it was not. No, it was not. Um, And just generally speaking, like this whole stuff with Sarah, as we're going to get into briefly, took a turn that I was not expecting. Like, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Sorry, I don't want to. 
like go past okay so we get to the rose ceremony slash cocktail party and the people who have like a little bit of featured time it's serene Susie, teddy and rachel but serene he gives these like mason jar fireflies to <laughs> and i'm like this is a move okay, hold on this is a move sir were they actual fireflies no, 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 or were no, no, they no. just fire lights? yeah they were just little it was lights. just like a yeah, yeah, yeah. representative of symbolic yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and okay. Like, and like, I was like, that well, real is a move, sir. Like, I don't like and, that he did not do. Oh, the producers course, course did, but like, <laughs> but had I been serene, I would have fallen for that hook, line, and sinker. Open door. I'm walking <laughs> through it. Like, I would have just by Felicia. Like, that would have been the end for me. So I thought that was a move. Was it a move that he thought of himself? I don't think so. And it also was kind of... Hard to say. It's also kind of random, right? I'm like, why not save that for the one-on-one you're about to give her in Vienna? Like, why do that now? Like, what was the point in doing that right now? I don't know. Yeah, like, are you afraid she's not going to stay? Like, this this is kind of why I hate when we don't get episodes clearly ending every episode. Because then things blend together and I can't even really remember what happened in the last episode. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> sure, she won the challenge, the night challenge. And so maybe this was his way of, like, reassuring Ugh. her. Maybe that she was going to stick around. I'm not sure, but I was like, it was cute, but I just save it for the one-on-one. Like, why are you doing that right now? Even if it's cute, IDK. I don't know. Anyway, so like I said, brief time with Susie, Teddy, Rachel, and then we get this confrontational conversation with Mara, Mara, sorry, Mara and Sarah. Woo! Ooh, there you go. Ooh, this was something. Mara and Sarah. Mara and Sarah. So first off, uh, the girls watching killed me killed me it was like that kim kardashian gif of her peeking out behind some bushes like they were, they were just like they were like doing the lean and you know they're doing the national geographic whisper narration of it all which i thought was hysterical oh, yeah. i <laughs> dying to know what you think i thought this was fascinating because i just assumed that mara was gonna unprovokedly is that a, that's not a word but you get what i'm trying to say sure i'm with you <laughs> thank you Un provokedly be like why did you tell Clayton blah 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 blah. like I thought it was that gonna be that kind of a confrontation oh no 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 this was to me sort of like Sarah or sorry Mara being like okay yeah I'm probably going home but like in the future like you've been doing this ish my this SHI tut and you 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 may want to slow your roll you may want to just pump 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 the brakes um, and this is like the very first part, the time that we are hearing that Sarah has been just like in is inflating the right word, inflating her relationship with Clayton to the point where everyone else feels like they don't have a shot, which was surprising right. to me. I was like, what? No, really? Like, I couldn't believe this. Um, and Mara was like, it's fine to be confident. Like, confidence is great. And I was like, oh, wow, Mara. Like, being the bigger person in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like, being like, you know, this is great. But, like, the way you're going about it is not great. And I was like, Mara, okay. I was not expecting this. But then she did do some shady things where she, what was it? Where she was like, you're being sloppy. Like, that I didn't like. There yeah. there was something else that she said that I didn't really um register as a microaggression because I'm an idiot and like just didn't think of it that way but people picked up on it and I was like oh crap maybe yeah that ever so slightly where she told Sarah to um 
go back to being her cute, quiet self, which is kind of sort of oh. a stereotypical thing of Asian women um, being like the cute, soft spoken, you know, and I was like, oh, crap. Hmm. But I don't know if Mara meant it that way. But I could see right. why people picked up on that, especially like people in the Asian community. Yeah. I can see why they picked up on that. And I was like, oh, that's that's yeah, not yikes. awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yikes. But on the whole, I thought this was very interesting. So those are my thoughts. Tell me what your thought. What do you what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I mean, I don't know that Mayor was necessarily doing a great job of being a bigger person because okay. you could tell it was just like <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Full of pent up. There was. You're right resentment you are correct. and you're, frustration you're not wrong. <laughs> and pride and a bruised ego, mm-hmm. right? Um, but she did look good. Yeah. Mara looked good. She did. In that black dress yes, and, she those, did. and that red lip. Yes, she did. I was like, she is going out mm-hmm. with a bang. Bless her soul. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, neither of them really handled it very well. No. I mean, Sarah kind of pretended like she didn't know what she was talking about. She was just being super rude. Mm-hmm. and of course, Mara is like, you know, just full of advice. Yeah. <laughs> Which probably felt super patronizing. Mm-hmm. It was just well, like they were both feeding fire yeah, with fire. Exactly. It was just not a productive, effective conversation. Like, if this had come from Gabby or Susie. Right. The the bit about like, listen, this is how your overconfidence is making all of us feel like it would like we would really pre- like we we're glad that you feel this confident. But if you could kind of just reel that in a bit, that would be really helpful for us. That would be one thing. Maybe like if it had come from like an actual friend of hers, because she kept saying that she had actual friends in the house, yada, yada, yada. So if it had been sort of like a wake up call situation like that, then that would be different. But because it came from Mara, it just felt like pa- very patronizing. I, I feel you. You're right. She wasn't being the bigger person. I just, I think it was just like the words that she was saying, I was just taken aback by because I really didn't think it was going to be that kind of a confrontation. You know what I mean? Listen, you can think she was being the bigger person. No, I, you're right. I mean, you're right. You are correct. She really wasn't. It was just like, it, to me. make it look like she you're was. You're right. That's what it was. But she really wanted a chance to give her a piece of her mind you're before right. she left. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Um, but I do think that the, that it happened because deep down she knew she was going. I don't. Because, like, honestly, I was, I again, shocked that she didn't, like, try and make her way to talk to Clayton and be like, listen, did you say this about me? Why? If so, why didn't you just, I'm just going to leave now. You know what I mean? Like, that that was a confrontation that I was like, is that gonna happen? And then it didn't. I was like, yeah, I don't. Never mind. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I wonder if she thought Sarah was just trying no, to push her right. buttons on purpose. You're right. You're right. Wanted to go out gracefully. Yes. You're right. With that black dress. Ugh, you're right. Okay. All right. Count me in. Count me in, Lisa. Give me some. Give me some Titanic. Ooh. Pour one out, y'all. For Eliza. But Eliza, I love her. <laughs> bye. Oh, bye, Merit. But like, I love Eliza, and I'm so upset she didn't get more screen time. <laughs> She's in a better place. I, I mean, I hope that she and spoiler. Well, I'll wait for it. And another person who left this episode, Slay on Paradise. That's my hope because I they they have the yeah. potential to do so. So I really really hope we see them on Paradise because I would not be mad at that. Okay, ladies. Yeah. So R.I.P. Eliza and Mara. Um, and honestly, like knowing what's about to come, I almost wish he had just sent Genevieve home too. Honestly, like, I don't know why he I kept, know. I don't know why he kept her 
the, ugh, anyway, next up, guys, we're in Vienna. And Lisa, can I tell you something? <laughs> this, Please. The second that the camera is like, we're in Vienna now. Do you know what song they played? No. Eine kleine Nacht music by Mozart. Boop, 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 boop. Of course they did. And, but you know what the subtitle said? <laughs> what? Bright classical music. Of course it did. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. Why? Why would they credit Mozart? Why? Even though Vienna is his home, like you know, why? Why would they do that? <laughs> he was born in Salzburg. Oh, okay, moving on. God almighty. But I just thought that was really funny. I was like, okay, guys, come on. Because I'm pretty sure that they said Claire de Lune when the quartet played Claire de Lune at the Van Gogh Museum. But I'm like, Could, couldn't have done Ina Klein and Nacht music, huh? Too, too many consonants well, for you. in the words of Mara, you're getting slappy. <laughs> Fair. Touche. Moving right along. Um. Oh, my God. And then this was the point where my mouth literally hit the floor and there is now a hole in my floor that used to be a nice carpeted area because they oh kept dear. saying on Go repeat, on. this is the week before hometowns. And I'm like, oh. I, I mean, obviously math would dictate that that is correct. But like, I was shocked I know. by this. I, was like, I also oh, was no. surprised by that. I was like, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, oh no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yep. So that was horrific and everyone hoping that the Sarah stuff will be over so they can all move on and I'm just like sure Jan sure it's gonna be over uh-huh <laughs> Jan <laughs> I can't help it I love a sure Jan reference what can I say so the first one-on-one -on -one goes to Susie and the day portion first off they ride in this like delightful old school car which I love I love an old school car love it love it love it me too and then Lisa let me tell you I don't know if you know this okay so she gets the shopping date y'all not a drill let me tell you why this is important okay um because <laughs> it's important because Nick Vile said the following boop, 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 breaking news so <laughs> according to Nick Vile basically the shopping date in the bachelor is the equivalent, in my opinion, this is my opinion, not his, of the first impression rose given during Bachelorette. It's very important. Oh, uh, yes. Like, whoever gets this date, if they don't win, they're, like, runner-up, right? And I feel right. like, honestly, I feel like that gesture in the clock tower sent Susie and Clayton's mind, like, all the way up to the top. I don't know if this would have happened otherwise. Like, this probably could have gone to Rachel. Um, but I think if Susie doesn't, win like she's either one or she is our next bachelorette oh very possibly and the next if bachelorette. she won i mean we'll talk about our predictions at the end but that's i don't think she's gonna win but she might like that's what i'm like rachel kirkconnell got this rachel kirkconnell got the shopping date and she done one and then lost but then she one. did you know what i mean so like <sighs> things to she bear did. in mind and then lisa okay this i could not believe I could not believe because it like they went shopping, popping, fine, whatever. But then, oh my God, he brings her to the private gallery of fashion designer Ava Polishinsky. Ah! Fashion designer. <laughs> and these dresses, Lisa. <laughs> I felt like Your dream. I felt I felt in my soul like my high school teenage self, and I was just like, hey now, hey now, this is what oh. my dream. <laughs> are made 
Okay, but when she came out in that first pink dress, I was like, Eww. Oh, you didn't like it? You did <laughs> No. <laughs> I kind of did. I kind of did. <laughs> it was not flattering. It was just, it just looked like hanging pink slime. Like, I was so excited, and she came out, and I was like, Oh. Oh. <laughs> what Welcome is that? to Petty City, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, that's funny. Okay, okay. Did you like all the which dress did did you like the dress she ended up with? The red dress. <sighs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. You're killing me. I thought it was a little cliche looking. Well, I'll be honest. Obviously, because but this is my point, especially because it's like a red dress, which ironically is his favorite color red. I don't believe that. But OK, um, like red dress bachelorette. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they it's like a giant neon sign, in my opinion. This is our next bachelorette in the red dress. You know what I mean? You could be you could be right. I can't help. Right. I can't help but feel that way. I don't know why, but that's just how I feel. Um, and then <laughs> yada, 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 Susie gets kind of emotional and cause it's all very overwhelming and she doesn't like to accept gifts and stuff, but like, whatever. <laughs> and then, well, she clearly had no problem on this episode. Oh, and then, okay. But the post-credit scene, Lisa, this slayed me, this post-credit scene. I'm bringing it up now because it happens here. The fashion designer then basically brings them each lederhosen to try on. Lederhosen. Yes, they did. And it's like they were wearing like neon signs being like, this is why Americans suck because they're, they just are too stereotypical. And I kind of thought that the fashion designer was sort of like giggling under her breath a bit because she like covered her mouth when they started dancing around. Like she was judging oh, them hardcore. And I was like, Oh, I hope she was. <laughs> How could she not? How could she not? But it yeah. sent me. I was like, Lederhosen. Okay, or Lederhosen. Sorry. However you say it. My German is kind of rusty. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Moving on How dare. to the night portion. Listen, Lisa, I'm trying. Okay, okay. wait. <laughs> yes, wait. Tell me. Listen, tell me. Lisa, listen, 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 listen. Okay, I'm listening. Listen, I'm listening. Uh, again, again. Yes. No one's ever done anything like this for me before. Hmm. He didn't do I it. Know. I gotta. I know. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to. It's got to take some of the zing out of it, right? When yeah. you're like, yeah. he can't afford this. This is coming from. Yeah. This is coming from producers. It is not Clayton buying these things for you. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to say. Because we've been, me especially, been very hard on Clayton, okay? Like, I accept that. I've been hard on this man. I don't want to say that his head is filled with sawdust because it's not like I'm sure he's giving input. I'm sure he's like telling producers this is the person that I want on this date and whatever. Like I'm not saying that he is completely hands off and has no control over any of this. Um, but yeah, I it always it always I don't know if stings me is the right word, but it always makes me go Ugh! whenever I hear a girl say that in this season. Like no one's ever done yeah. this for me. I'm like, Ugh. he did, but he didn't. It's not like what you think he it didn't is. do it. Yeah, <gasps> this is a lie. Yeah, uh huh, uh-huh. exactly. So moving on to the night portion. Um, she comes back in between, okay? So all of these girls are then subjected to seeing Homegirl with all of these I boxes. Know. And it's like, ooh, 
and that would Why have would to they be do hard. that. Well, if she has all these things, like she's gonna do it eventually, and they're they're gonna force the girls to wait up for her eventually. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not like she could sneak in with all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna happen. So why not get it on film? Do you think they normally come back in between? Maybe. I mean, yes. They don't normally show it. Yeah. Like, or they have them go back, but it's not to like where the girls are. They have them their own suite with their own stuff so they can get ready properly or whatever. That would be my guess. Right. Um, But no, this case, they, uh, they decided to uh, put it right in front of the girls and just rub salt in the wound. (laughs) Or as Amanda Bynes and she's the man says, rub some dirt in it. You know what I mean? Like they just decided to get in there. (laughs) Really make it sting. (laughs) Um, and oh I think I saw a tweet about this somewhere. I don't exactly remember this happening. Oh, no, no, no. But just like Gabby being really supportive. Like, it was nice to see people being supportive and happy for her. Like, that was nice. But you could also see the sting in people's faces like Genevieve, right? Who's like. Oh, my gosh. You know, again, like, I think the whole time she was in Vienna, she was like, why am I even here? Susie gets a second one on one. And then she doesn't get the other one on one. You know, it's like, what What am I even doing here? So I think Genevieve basically knew. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is kind of rude that he didn't just let her go. Yeah. yeah. Like a total kick in the face. Yeah, and especially when we get to this uh, therapy session, we'll talk more about that. But um, then, you guys, she gets back in a fancy car in her big fancy red dress. And uh, in the words of Oprah, they go to a palace. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, not in the words of Oprah, God. but I was trying to use Oprah's voice. In the voice um, of? Yeah, in the voice of. <laughs> Like, in Oprah's voice, they go to the palace. You get a car and you, you get, get a, a palace. Yeah. Oh. You get a palace and you get a Everybody gets a palace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and again, in my opinion, just giant neon sign that this is our next Bachelorette. I can't help it. Or the winner. Honest, honest to golly goodness. Um, and then it's when she's at the... um it's when she's at the palace that the girls find out that Serene's getting the second one-on-one, yada, yada, yada. And basically they Lady have... Lady in red. Yes. Yes, girl. We got Krista Berg. with me. Yes, we get Krista Berg okay, on the piano playing Lady in Red. Tell me. Talk to me. Yes. I died at the end oh. when he goes, I love you. I love you. <laughs> I... Pooped my pants a little yeah, bit. I as well. That. I as well. Because for a very split millisecond, I thought it was Clayton. For a very split millisecond, I thought they had caught him on a oh. high, hot mic, and then I realized it was not him. And I was like, oh, thank God. No, no. I was like, that is too well timed. I cannot. <laughs> but listen, that Chris DeBerg, he can sing. I was like, yeah. Okay, snaps for Chris. That was fantastic. <laughs> yes, man. So that was fun. I wonder how much they paid him for that. Um, However much, it was worth it because it was great. I and then live, left, left. clearly live. forced her to wear a red dress. Oh, <laughs> that, well, that's why they picked it at the, yeah, duh. Oh, my God. Mm. These producers, they just have it planned too well, my friend. And I'm not a, fran- a fan. Oh, God. Okay. I'm not a fan. Let me just sort of collect myself because we are about to approach the group date unless you have any other parting thoughts about Susie's one-on-one. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Okay. I think she's cute. I wish yes. they would catch her cuter moments on camera. Mm-hmm. And I think I know that she's cute because you can't be a Disney princess oh, in Hong Kong. Literally. I keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting or that. Or Japan yep. or wherever she was yep. without being charming and cute. Yep. 
but I feel like they show more of her like moments of of formality, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and stiffness. Mm-hmm. And so it seems kind of hard to to buy that she's like the top one because yeah. compared to like Rachel, yeah. she seems very kind of yeah, like formal and and guarded. Yeah, I'm, is that just me? No, it's not you. Like I like I think she is definitely crushing on him. But she seems, I don't want to say straight-laced, but I know exactly what you mean. Like, there's, ju- there's just this formality about her most of the time where I don't feel, like, let's say with Serene, for example. Serene, I feel it's, like, bubbling out of her. Or even Rachel uh-huh. later on when she's telling Col- Clayton, <laughs> turn it, about Sarah. It's, like, bubbling out of Clayton. her. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's two. Um but with with Susie, it's not exactly bubbling out of her. Like, I felt it when she started getting a little misty during dinner, ever so slightly. Like, I, I know there's something there for sure, but it just feels like it's... I, I don't feel the palpitation. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm, I'm on your side. I agree with you on that. Um, I don't feel the palpitation. Yeah. We don't feel the we palpitation. We don't feel the palpitation. <laughs> how do I come up with these words? My golly goodness. I don't know, but I'm, I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. She's loving it. She's loving it. <laughs> yeah. Not sponsored by, uh, what is that? Oh, my God. What is that? McDonald's? Thank you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Minus 10 points from Gryffindor. <laughs> Jesus. Mary and Joseph <laughs> and all his carpenter friends. How did I forget? Oh. Wow. 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 I don't know, girl. <laughs> Moving right along. It's been a hard week. Moving right along to this group date, which I don't even know how to. This was just too much for me. <sighs> it's a it's a psychoanalysis Freudian type date. That's what this is to have one on one sessions with him and the person and the psychoanalyst. And I'm just like, Yikes. I hate it. I hated everything about this. Like in my notes, I every two seconds I say I really hate everything about this. Like it's just really repetitive. (laughs) I hate that they did this to the women. So much pressure and and intimidation. Under pressure. Like, oh God. Like Genevieve's treatment, it killed me. We'll get there. But let's talk about Gabby and Teddy first, because they went first. Um Gabby's was good. You know, out of all of them, I thought this was probably the best, most productive, maybe. Because, again, in my opinion... She really does sound like Miss Congeniality. She does. Like the girl from Miss Congeniality. She does. And the... the My perf- my favorite date, that character. Um, the perfect the date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. April 25th. Yep. <laughs> it's not too hot and it's not too cold. Thank you for finishing All it. All you need is a light sweater. Yes! Thank you so much for finishing that out for me. But she's just, again, being really super genuine you see the moisture in her eyes when she's trying not to cry. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's all very good. We love Gabby. We do. She's like, so What did you say quirky. last week? Gabby for president? Gabby for president. Like, maybe Gabby not right president. now. Because things are kind of rough right now. I don't want her to deal with that right now. But, like, eventually I would like Gabby to be president. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was Snuck out. quite a cackle. Oh, my. But she's great. So, like, th- this was not as cringy as everything else. With Teddy, again, lack of chemistry, I'm feeling. Like, even yeah, though I feel like Clayton falling is, flat. Yeah, there's something, like, even though I, I can see he's looking at her with this genuine earnestness, I see that. But on her side of things, I don't know. It just, 
I don't know. There was just something. And maybe again, this is because of all the Sarah stuff, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Um, like that, that's what was so interesting to me about the Sarah stuff is like, I'm like, wow, maybe this is why the fizzle with Teddy happened is because of all this other stuff going on behind the scenes that we didn't see until we're hearing about it now. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that's a possibility? Or they worked together and found a strategy mm. to use to, you know. Well, yes and no. Get rid. Because, okay, let's let's save it. Let's save it. We'll get there. We'll get there. I can't. Don't let me forget. <laughs> we got to talk about the Sarah. This is. We need to make merch that say, <laughs> "Hold on, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there." <laughs> or just like a a treble clef with a high E and just like yeah. dots. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then mm-hmm. on the back of that same shirt, city on fire, city on fire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm jumping ahead. We'll get there. <laughs> if you have opinions, do write in to hungryrosespot at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, okay. Here we go with Genevieve. This killed me because... This psychoanalyst, she kept pressuring Genevieve to, like, open up and be like, just tell him how you feel. Like, how do you feel? And, like, I don't want to say gaslight because, again, this term is overused. But, like, making her, in my opinion, feel a type of way about not being able to just open up like a drop of the hat. When she has told us repeatedly that this is very hard for her to do. And, honestly, Clayton has not proved to her like he hasn't given her a reason to open up he's never given her a one-on-one he put her on a two-on-one and then didn't validate that choice of keeping her on the two-on-one by giving her a one-on-one of course she's not going to open up to you like why are you so surprised this is not Genevieve's fault preach girl preach oh sorry it just infuriated me because she's apologizing to him after the fact I'm like don't apologize this is a two-way street and this man has not been doing right by you I'm so sorry Clayton I'm sorry you didn't do right by Genevieve in this moment. You, you should have had the sense and the wherewithal to realize, of course, she's not going to open up to you. Of course. You haven't given it's her true. a reason to. You haven't provided her a safe place to, like, actually trust you enough to do that. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Go on, Lisa. You, what, what are your Go thoughts? Go, girl. Tell me. Preach it. <sighs> I, no, was, I, I was agree really with you. I felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> and they could tell uh, she was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And they just kept poking her with the stick yeah like hey hey what's wrong with you you can't share your feelings does that mean you don't have any yes oh she's like i mean i thought it was nice eventually that he was able to catch on and be like okay maybe she's not talking because she's you know so anxious like we i should just get her by myself and then you're like okay great and then he gets her by herself and he's like i'm gonna have to killed me killed me dead i mean she knew it was coming right like she wasn't shocked yeah and she did and she took so in stride she did so gracefully but i was just so frustrated with him because i was like this is one it moment it did seem like a cheap shot it did like yeah. this is one moment where it's like what you saved her for this date to test her to see if she would finally open up to you and she failed your test and so you're like you are the weakest yeah. link goodbye kagunk trap door like i hate that i hate that he should have in my opinion, had the respect enough for her as a person, even if he knew they weren't there yet to send her home in Croatia. I'm sorry. Like it was, it was cruel and unusual punishment to keep her there for the one date where she, and like, maybe he didn't know it was a psychoanalyst. 
analyst date. Like maybe he knew that. I don't, I don't know, but it just, it hurt me deeply <laughs> more so than I expected Aww. it. to. I don't know why, but it just, I hate when people are put in a situation where they're set up to fail, where it's a lose, lose, no matter what they do. You know what I mean? Cause even if she had opened up Lisa, yeah. I don't think she, like she wasn't going to stay to hometowns. There was no way. They had no time, no. right? Sorry, go ahead. I mean, I, there were lots of moments like this, like with Katie's season, yeah. right? Or she's like, there's no point to keep him around because, <laughs> like, this isn't going on. I'm just going to send him home right but now. But somehow you know? Justin she's survived. She's like one of the only somehow people. Somehow Justin survived. <laughs> God almighty. Heaven bless. Go ahead. Yeah, go on. Um, but also, like, from the from the other side. Okay. From the other side. All right, here. devil's advocate. Let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. What What is Genevieve doing on the show if she knows she's not able to be vulnerable? I would like to think that if Genevieve had been again given the space and the time, proper time of a one on one. Let's say instead of Serene, but Genevieve, because let's be honest, back then when Serene was given her one on one, I would have maybe put Serene and Genevieve in the same place, right? Of like he doesn't have a strong enough relationship with either of them yet. I would mm-hmm. like to think that if he had given that space to Genevieve, then maybe things would be different. Like if he had validated the fact that he kept her in the one-on-one and rewarded sorry on the two-on-one and gave her the space and time like granted it's still a very tight crime sorry it's still a very tight time crunch but I would like to think that if he had actually given her the space and time then maybe things would have been different but she wasn't given either of those things so we'll never know but I I see your point I do see your point like maybe it wouldn't have mattered there is that chance yeah there is that chance for sure. I mean, she That's said valid. over and over again, like, I don't do this. I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, were you here for the right reasons? Were you just here <laughs> to get as far as you could? I think. Because, I mean, like, if people oh, who are sorry. really trying to get on the show to, like, meet somebody. Sometimes. They're, they're, like, Rachel. Rachel's playing the she game. Is. She's just, like, she pouring is. it out immediately. But Rachel, again, Rachel get-go. is one of these lucky ones where she instantly got him hook, line, sinker. And so she's maintaining that, right? Like, she she got very lucky because she got she him really early. Vulnerable. She was, yes. But, like, also, I think it's very clear that he fell for her very quickly and she took advantage of that. And I'm not trying to say that in, like, a negatory, derogatory way towards Rachel. But Rachel playing the game, like she knows what she's doing and she was able to capitalize on that and she was able to, you know, maintain that. But Genevieve never had like they never had that initial moment where she where that could have happened, you know? No, we don't know that. I mean, not that we've seen They're They really like I mean, I think she knew the fact that she was on the two on one. I think she knew it was over for him, her for her back then. And it was just like prolonging this out unnecessarily. Um, a matter of time yeah. yeah but she didn't I mean we saw their conversations like she could have taken advantage of those yeah she didn't you're right no I really mean you're right I'm not choose to be very open on those yeah moments yeah so you know and that's how that the others valid. capitalize yeah Ooh, there was something else I was gonna say but I can't remember what it is <laughs> it's a good learning experience for yeah. her yeah I I okay this is what I was gonna say I would like to think that maybe she thought that if he liked her enough, he would have, like, fought for her in a weird way. Like, fought for the time. Like, fought 
to like give her that space. I think she was hoping for someone that would do that for her. And it's just been too far gone at this point. There's not enough time, right? Like hometowns are next week. Like there was no space or time for that. So right. I don't know. Anyway, but the thing that killed me about her sending him home or sorry about him sending her home was quote, he said, quote, so we've had so much fun and I have enjoyed having you here throughout the entire journey. Ew. That's gross. I was like, oh, so we've had so much fun and I've enjoyed having you here throughout the journey. It just invalidates whatever, in my opinion, whatever connection they did have. Because it's like you were here as a fourth, fifth, sixth wheel. Like, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Maybe that's not how we meant it, but I didn't like it. If I had heard that, I would have been like, ugh. Am I overanalyzing? <laughs> Am I reading too much? It sounds that? like just bachelor language. Yeah, you're right. I'm, you know, it was fun having you here on the journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That's true. Ugh, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm going too crazy. I will say, <laughs> on the journey. On the... <laughs> um, I will say though that it, it came out after the fact. There was a deleted scene where this guy was helping Genevieve with her luggage, and he was like so like nice and this just like dweeby looking guy with glasses, and people were like, "He's a hero," and it was pretty funny, but it was deleted, so we didn't get to see it, and I was really sad about it. Dang it. I'm also really sad about the fact that we don't know why Genevieve did the slam door, like, leave me alone moment. We never get an answer to that. So that's annoying. Blah, blah, blah. That happened in a promo a while ago. I hate that. I hate what they include footage oh. in a promo that we don't get to see and get no context for. It drives me crazy. Yeah. <sighs> um, Rachel. Yeah, I want oh, my sorry. money back. Yeah, I want my money back. <laughs> I want my money back, money back, money back. Um. Baby back Back, ribs. Better have my money. (laughs) Um, Rachel's up next and hers is fine. It's just (gasps) talking about her being anxious, right? There wasn't anything really much to say here. Yeah. Um, oh, but Clayton did feel the need to come in and tell all the girls he sent Genevieve home and they were like, What in the what? So that was funny. And then we get to Sarah. (laughs) What did you think of this? I love therapy. It was so uncomfortable. (laughs) I was very uncomfy during this part. Like, listen, listen, therapy is great. Okay. 10 out of 10 recommend mental health. Very important. And there are people out there that are like, yes, I love my therapist. I love like this is a healthy thing for me. I love this. And so I see that side of it, if that's what she genuinely meant by it. But it really seemed to be more like she was just sucking up to the psychoanalyst. Because she was like, thank you for oh, doing 100%. this. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Some, there's something wrong here. I just. <laughs> Sorry, that's a line from Anything Goes. Sorry about that. Um, Anything Goes. Uh, yeah. There it is. There's it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lisa, for giving me that space. We can't leave it alone. <laughs> we, can't. we cannot leave it alone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, didn't like it, didn't like it. And this, okay, this is like the meat and potatoes where uh, I'm going to say meat and potatoes part one of the editors basically juxtaposing Sarah's session with the other girls from the house confirming what Mara was saying earlier about how Sarah's been like overconfident and all this stuff. So I get what you mean about them, like, ganging up on Sarah and being like, this is the moment to take her out and down. But part of me is like, 
actually, what if this biznitch, not biznitch, what if this ish, that's what I meant to say, has been happening this whole time and we literally just didn't see it because they provided us no video context like they did, like they so kindly did with the, um, what's her name? Cassidy stuff, right? Like they showed us proof of that. They have not shown us proof right. of any of this. So that's what makes this a little bit tricky for me is like unreliable narrators. Are they all just confirming their story? Are they all just like creating a story together? But it didn't feel like that to me. Did it feel like that to you that they were all just sort of like deciding that this was their story that they were going to go with? Because I didn't feel that way. I thought this was them all coming to the realization in a genuine moment and being like, yeah, this is a lot. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Well, part of me really trusts Gabby because she sounds like there's congeniality in everything that she says. You guys, she is lying in there. She's lying. And Ooh, Nelly. Yep. And that's why yep, I'm like, I feel yeah, you. that's it. That's true. Gabby. Anything that comes out of Gabby's mouth is true. Yeah. But it's just they've they've edited it well, edited it yeah. in such a way that we're we all feel blindsided. Yeah. Yeah, because we've seen nothing of this, but I, but I'm in want to believe them because they all feel this way. They all are the auga eyeglasses. Yes, thank you. As that I referred to yes, earlier. This was that moment. The auga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was it. This was Eye it. Eyeglasses. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fire me. Absolutely. Okay. So basically, the um. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This is what they said. Um, they thought Sarah's overconfidence was just her being her. But now they feel it's more of a strategy to get in their heads. That's what they said. And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. So basically, though, this group day ends with the psychoanalyst doing like a mic drop in front of Clayton, like to his face, being like, yeah, someone is here is being performative. And the camera pans immediately to Sarah and she looks nervous AF. That's how this ends. Nelly, I high key wish and hope and think that the uh or not think I don't know if this happened, but I want I hope she gave him a clue as to who she was thinking it was because what a mean thing. Like if I were Clayton, I'd be like, no, 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 I need to know who it is before you go, ma'am. Please, can you clue me in? Can you yeah. tell me? Who it is? <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to let that lie. Heck, no. Whew. Okay, but also obvious much i mean well the girls didn't know that the only interview well i know yeah. but for clayton yeah, yeah, yeah it's the only interview of all of the therapy sessions that was different yeah you know? that's true that's true so maybe he, you're right maybe he was clued in but i i mean to me it was shocking because like she dropped that mic in front of all the girls not just to clayton alone you know but yeah, yeah so the, whoa, blah, 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 blah. but anyway moving on to the cocktail party where Clayton basically opens the floodgates and is like yeah um I'm totally cool with it if you guys want to snitch on who you think the performative one is <laughs> I mean he doesn't say it like that but he basically says it that way <laughs> which I was yeah. like well oh, he's like God. Rachel come with yeah, me yeah pulls her first immediately and as soon as they sit down, he immediately is like, you're not the one. I know you're not the performative one. It's not you. I trust you. And I'm like, oh, Clayton, you are showing your true colors. And I'm scared. Like, I'm scared. Showing your cards. I'm scared. cards. Showing your cards. Showing your cards. You're, you are just laying them out all and on the table. And your true colors. <laughs> your true feelings. 
things are shining through. You know, that's that's where I'm at with this. Can't um, leave it alone. Yeah. Can't leave it alone. Nope. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, and this is where Rachel goes in depth and she describes a situation where Teddy and her were in her room and Sarah came in after her first one-on-one, which was eons ago, folks. Y'all remember Sarah's first one-on-one? That was, it feels like it was so long ago. Um, and says, oh, they're run around the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're naked, half naked run around the city. Yeah. And tell, and then Sarah proceeds to tell them that Sarah and Clayton, when they were together, like, he cried, like, they cried together. And I'm like, I don't remember that happening. Like, do you remember that happening? Sure didn't. Unless they edited it out. Unless they edited it out. Yeah, exactly. With all the Ds. Just like, unless they edited it out. Like, I, and again, I'm shocked. I'm like, but you real again, classic moment of you realize that this is going to be aired on TV for everyone to see, right? Hi, hello. Hello? Like, right? You know what I mean? I'm just like, Sarah, Sarah, don't be telling lies that we can disprove later. <laughs> it's not well, going to work she wouldn't be the first one. Favor. No, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. But what's funny <laughs> is that it, like, Clayton is so shocked by this because he's like, I didn't cry. <laughs> what i didn't cry i know that was like the most offensive part of this whole thing uh, me yeah yeah um but yeah so this is this is all i can say like f- smoke going through the fingers or not i kind of now see where mara's coming from with this moment i was like okay maybe this really has been going on this entire time yeah and gabby and teddy basically confirmed the same thing i believe teddy specifically said that she kind of pulled away because of all of this going on she thought she didn't have a shot um and i was like oh no and then he talks with sarah and sarah full on saying that it's all a lie and we can't and we can't say for sure because we we haven't seen it right like we don't we don't actually know but she's full-blown sobbing which again we've seen in the promos but then clayton just like not but not exactly like no actual water in her eyeballs um and then clayton calls her out instantly and this this gave me whiplash i don't know if this was a whiplash moment for you uh, yeah. okay good i was like excuse me <laughs> yeah, i was like dang because <laughs> he instantly calls her like, out he must be mad for the fate he's like you're fake crying to me right now you're full-on fake crying. like there are no tears in your eyeballs and she's like i have no tears left i'm like okay Okay. I know. I was like, oh, wow. All right. Although I will say to play devil's advocate here, Blake H from Becca season. Is his name Horseman? I can't remember. The runner up on Becca Kufrin season. That guy. Oh, gosh. Do you remember him? That's too long That's fine. ago. That's okay. Go on. He sort of came in defense of Sarah in this moment and, you know, was like, that is a realistic thing that can happen where you're crying so much that you literally just don't have any more tears left to cry. In the in this high intensity situation, like because he was saying like she could have been crying for like three days over the confrontation she had during her second one on one. And I'm like, maybe. However. Yeah. (laughs) Gabby said it was true. So it's true. (laughs) In Gabby, we trust. (laughs) You guys, she is in there and she is lying. She is lying. (laughs) But. But then I kind of can't 
see that side because as soon as he calls her out, the face contortions stop, the crying stops. Like, instantly. Like, boom. Yeah. So you're like, oh, wow. Like, it was too quick for me. Like, if that had been me, I would have continued to keep losing it and continued to be a blubbering blubbering mess because... If some like in my life, I don't know about you, Lisa, but when someone was telling me something that I did that I know I didn't do, I'm like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do that. Like I flip out. So like, yeah, you know, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? I can tell you want to say something. What you want to say? Oh, no, I was just singing in, in my life. There were so many questions and answers that somehow seem wrong. Um, yeah, it did seem very odd that she all of a sudden was like, I what? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Literally, like, and then boom, just... night and day. Yeah. She probably was just, like, in this shock, mm-hmm. sense of shock, she where it was it. just like, I don't, e- I don't even... Well, you know why uh, she was probably so shocked? Because she watched Clayton repeatedly not call out Shanae. Repeatedly let her get away with murder. And so she probably yeah. thought she could do the same, maybe, potentially, right. possibly. <sighs> She's allegedly not as good at crying as Shania is nope and he basically is like I don't trust you I'm walking you out and he's walking her out and they get to the front of the car and she's still fighting to stay which I was like girl you lost it's over you are the weakest link goodbye trapdoor like just bow out gracefully this is it well I actually was surprised she didn't fight harder yeah where she's just like so can I just say one more thing and he's like I just don't believe you she's like yeah you're right (sighs) and then she just gets in the car yeah yeah, and she, like, didn't really cry in the car, like, n- which, you know, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. You can never really judge a person by how they're going to react in a high-pressure cooker situation like this, and yet we do. Hi, welcome to Hungry Roses, where we <laughs> pull our opinions out of our bums and just say, here you go. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we think. Um, here you go. Here you go. Like, but I just don't know... <laughs> Again, like, it makes me wonder. I'm like, wow, was Sarah really invested? I don't know. I think she was, maybe she was just trying to play the game. No. I don't know. Yeah. Blah! Like, nah. Survey says no. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's so that negatory. Was, that was something else. And then, oh, I wrote in my notes, we see, a, Q, we see your true color. We see your true colors shining through. Um, And yeah, so that was, that was a lot. And that was, that was my whiplash moment. Seeing Clayton have a backbone like this. I was like, what? What? Oh my gosh. I was like, where was this? Yeah. 14 episodes yep. ago. Accurate. And then you know what my other whiplash moment was? And by whiplash, I just mean like the car suddenly stopped and my head banged into the dashboard, even though I had my seatbelt on. Um, <laughs> Your Ayuga eyeglasses? Yeah. Not even eyeglasses, just like a full on like car stops <laughs> and I go cabal like onto the dashboard. Um, when yeah, yeah. Clayton basically says he's not giving a group date rose to anyone. <laughs> I was like, what? No. I know. <laughs> Why do you think he did that? I don't know because clearly I think he would have otherwise maybe he felt like he couldn't give Rachel another rose maybe that's why maybe because that would have been like what the fourth group date rose that she would have won (laughs) at this point like maybe that's why the producers were like yeah just save it it's fine just save it I don't know but that was shocking to me I couldn't believe that Um, but like why would he withhold it like because then at the rose ceremony he's only giving out one rose and that's like not fair oh. maybe right i don't know that i think that's that's why but 
And then literally at this moment, I thought this was going to be the end of the episode. I thought we were going straight on to the rose ceremony. And I was like, oh, God, we still have a whole other one on one day. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, there's still so much left. But I think we can basically breeze through Serene's because it's not like a ton happened here. Um, She obviously she like checks in on him, you know, is like, how are you doing? Like, and that was really cute. Um, they have another sort of like walking around the city type of situation. <gasps> they get roasted chestnuts. Oh, my God. Lisa, have you had the privilege of having an actual roasted chestnut like on a street like that? Burned. Ah, no. no, I it's an experience. I and I was like, oh, man, I need to try that again. Because oh. like, yeah, because I, I did that actually um, when I went to Croatia for the last time. Before La Rona shut everything down. I'd never had a roasted chestnut like that. And it was a very interesting taste. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I like it, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so when I saw that. I bet it's delish. Yeah, yeah. But so when I saw that, I was literally that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's pointing at the TV being like, hey. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, And then they, okay, this sent me, Lisa. They're dancing in the street with that old couple. <laughs> And they're like trying to waltz, but neither of them know how. And the old couple proceeds to scream at them. One, two, three. One, two, three. I know. Uh, They were struggling. I live, left, loved. And they looked like they were having a good time. (laughs) They looked like they were having a good time. And I was like, good for you guys. You know? So that was really nice to see. Okay, Petty City. All right, here it comes. Here we go. Opening the gates. She... She does seem like a really classy girl. I really like that. Yes, very Michelle. But they are—they are not showing off her personality. Yeah, yeah. They're just not. Her and Liza, man. Her and Eliza—they got gypped. I mean, we saw a little bit of Eliza, and it was fantastic. And I needed more of that from Serene. You know what I mean? Eliza, Angelica, and (laughs) Penny. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Can't let it go. So moving on to the night portion. Do you know what museum this is? I feel like the biggest idiot on the planet. Because I think they're basically having dinner in this museum where that famous painting is. um, Oh, what's it called? Is it called The Kiss? No. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, the Gustav Klimt yes. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. painting? Yeah, yeah, it is called The Kiss. I'm pretty sure that's where they're having dinner is in that museum. And I didn't realize it until we saw that photo. And I was like, oh, my God, it's that painting. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So classy. And I just Could you die that you meet someone and they take you oh. to have dinner in a museum with Gustav Klimt I, originals. Again, Lisa, this date was wasted on them and should have been given to us with our potential bachelor. <laughs> Listen, I went and saw the Van Gogh oh, exhibit. Yes, yes. I loved it. Oh. Loved. Like she texted I lived, laugh, me. Loved it. She lived, laugh, loved it. She texted me and she's like, Ivana. And I was like, no. And I just died it was fantastic so i'm so and happy i went on a date <gasps> and it was magical glorious oh yeah that's how you got to experience that museum in my opinion um yeah oh but I, I skipped over this little bit um she basically tells clayton here that the last person serene brought home to meet her family was her high school boyfriend to which i say relatable relatable accurate <laughs> But did they so also mean. say that they dated for like forever? So yeah, but still, I mean, yes, you have a point. 
<laughs> but it was still relatable to me nonetheless. <laughs> oh, I know. And she says that she's falling for him. And he's like viscerally shocked by this. I don't know if he realized that she was as in as she was. And there was like this audible. Neither did we. Ever so brief pregnant pause. Yeah. Agreed, Lisa. Neither did we. <laughs> pregnant. Pregnant pause of him like being like, oh. And it was a very different reaction compared to Susie telling him that she was falling. And I was like, oh. And that's how I knew that even though Serene was given the rose here, that she was not going to make it past hometowns. I was like, yeah, this is not it. This is not it. This is not it. <laughs> and I feel so bad because I love Serene. But I just don't think this is it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But y'all, sound the alarm. Everybody stop what you're doing. Pull over to the side of the road. This is not a drill. This episode ends on a rose ceremony. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Release I was the like, choir's invisible. I was so happy. I was like, why are we doing this now? I was so happy. Lisa, I need this for the rest of the episodes we're getting. I know that there really isn't like hometown episodes. Please give us a rose ceremony. Okay. Don't end it on a cliffhanger or I will riot inwardly. Obviously. (laughs) Then I'll be very upset. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, you won't riot inwardly. You'll riot here. (laughs) You'll riot in your house. We'll hear about it. You're right. The people will hear you're, about you're it. right. The people will hear loud, loud and clear. They will hear me from across the way, from across the country. They will just hear the high E flat. That's all they'll hear. Um, yeah. So we don't even get a cocktail hour, guys. It's just straight to the rose ceremony, which like made my heart pound out of my chest. And um, the roses go to Rachel and Gabby. So once again, Lisa, sing me some, uh, sing me some Titanic. Goodbye, Teddy. We miss you so much. We hope we see you on the beach. You are wonderful. (laughs) And don't let anybody tell you different. (laughs) Teddy was really young. I know. But I can't help but wonder. Teddy got to salvage her virginity. (laughs) But more than that, I really, I can't help but wonder if the Sarah stuff hadn't gotten in her head as much as it did early on, if we would have seen a different Teddy. I can't help but wonder. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. So y'all, we have our final four and we were wrong. Maybe we'll hear more from Teddy about that. Yeah, maybe. Girl. We were wrong. Girl. The women tell all. I really thought Sarah was in there. I know. We really thought Sarah was in there. You're right. Okay, sorry. First off, yeah, we were wrong. So we get Sarah... Oh my God, no. We get I Serene. did not see Serene coming. No, I didn't. Did not nope, see Serene I coming. I didn't either. I really didn't either. Um, but here here she is. We have Serene, we have Gabby, we have Rachel and Susie, and that's our final four. Wow. <laughs> wow. Huh. Um, but I think from there, I think we're gonna lose Serene in after hometowns, and I think our final three is Gabby, Susie, Rachel. Do you agree? I agree. Excellent. I think we're going to be correct about this because <laughs> we were wrong. We were wrong. We were wrong about hometowns. But now we have Serene. We're excited. It does seem kind of odd, though. Like, you're like, I finally went on two one-on-ones, and now I'm going to introduce you to my <laughs> Bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S. I can't imagine being on this show. Can you? I can't. 
I cannot. No. And then being like, I'm ready to marry him. I'm like, are you? Like, I want someone I know to be on this show just so that I can come in there like a whirlwind and be like, listen, I have a podcast about Bachelor Nation. I know how this works. Sir, I got some questions, right? <laughs> like, Juicy. I have some hard hitting questions for you. <laughs> that's the part I want to play on this show. <laughs> that's that's where I would like to be. Um, But that's where we're at. Yeah, that's where I we're really, at. Yeah. What? No, go ahead, Lisa. You really want? Yikes. <laughs> no, I really have so many behind the scenes questions. Yeah. I have a list. Tell me, what are your, some, what are some of your questions? Dying to know. Well, you know, like, why don't they ever eat? <laughs> why are they not allowed to eat? I feel we ask this every season. And please, please, someone write in. HungryRosesPotterGmail.com. We need answers. Please, please, please. Someone write in. I want to know if they get to dress themselves from their own clothes or if someone does their hair and makeup. Mm, let us know. We'd love we'd love to know the answers to this. Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I uh, want to know all the, the nitty-gritty. The nitty I want to know how much the contestants actually have power over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how much is decided mm-hmm. by other people. Yeah. Me too, Lisa. I have. I would like answers to the same questions. We're on the same page, you and I. Love that for us. <laughs> there's, there's more, but yeah, I'm like, what? We need an intern yep. to please email I, us. Not even an intern. Like, and we'll keep your secrets, intern. If you want to just like do a tell all, but what we need is a tell all. What we need is a tell all book, and what we also need is a season <laughs> of Bachelor that's backwards, and all we're seeing is the behind the scenes ish with the producers. That's what I want, and the editing. Like, that's yeah. what I want. That is what I want. I want ABC. that too. ABC. Hi. Hello. ABC. ABC. Make it happen. Beauty. Make it happen. Please and thank you. Okay. Moving on to the promos. Um, not a ton of new stuff here. We get bungee jumping, which just terrifies the crap out of me. We get, obviously, we're meeting the families. We have Serena's relative, either a brother or someone being really skeptical. Rachel has some laryngitis going on. I don't know if you noticed that. Ooh. Poor girl was like losing her voice. I was like, oh no, what happened to you? Um, we have Rachel's BFF, his like her sassy BFF being like, who's going to pick up the pieces? And I'm like, probably you, it. my man. Probably you. Um, we have Susie's friend being like, what about fantasy suites? Which again is obviously, you know, a foreshadowing-y type thing to clue us into what we already know about um oh gabby's grandpa oh my god lisa oh my god it makes me love her it makes me love her even more this man he's like you better be good to her i don't give a damn about everything else i was like (laughs) 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 and like clearly clayton's terrified and then we have rachel's father saying what are you gonna do to not hurt her and i'm like like, I can't imagine being on the other side And he of has that. no words. No words. <laughs> and, like, obviously, it's a pregan and pause, and then he says something nice after that. Like, that's what, it obviously, the editing leaves out. But, like, I would not right. want to be in the hot seat for hometowns. Like, that has to be the worst part of this whole experience, is lying to You've everyone. You've got to do some good prep work. Yeah. And in another promo that came out recently that I sent to Lisa literally tonight before we started recording, wasn't it of Gabby's grandpa being like, what did he say? Whoa, do you remember? She's like, so what do you think? Mm -hmm. Yep. And he's like, F him. basically. (laughs) He's like, I think he's full of of shiz. Full of beep. 
yeah that's literally yeah and then she, she starts to cry yeah, exactly and and if i'm not mistaken the outfit she's wearing is very similar to this confrontational promo we've had of her before with clayton i'm just saying so something clearly happens after, like that's what makes me nervous what if actually it's gabby that gets sent home and then it's by no hear me out Ooh, okay i have a theory i have a theory i have a theory oh wait except before i get to my theory Sorry. We get a lot of the same of the I've slept with all of you, but then we have someone shouting, hey, I love you to Clayton as he's leaving a fantasy suite, I believe. And he shouts back, I love you, too. But I couldn't tell who it was. I had no idea. I couldn't tell. Um, They're making it look like he's saying that I was intimate with both of you to Serene and Rachel. But I have a theory that he's saying it to Rachel. What's your theory? I think I think something's going to happen after hometowns. That's going to make Gabby have that random, like, confrontational situation with Clayton. And I think that it's going to be Serene, Rachel, and Susie in Fantasy Suites. And I think when he says, I loved all three of you, like, I I loved her, like, implying that he sent whoever that is home. I think Serene's going to be sent home. And then I think it's going to be between Susie and Rachel. That's my, that's my conspiracy speculation. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Well, here's the thing that I'm trying to figure out. Tell me, tell me, tell me. (laughs) If people, there's got to be something more going on here because people know what fantasy suites are. Yeah. And they know what happens in fantasy suites. You're right. So if he just straight out said, yeah, I was intimate with all three of you, how could they have the conniption fits that they're having? Yeah. And why would they not want to participate any further? You know, it doesn't, it's not adding up here. Something has to have happened. In the words of the Harry Potter chorus, Something would get oh this way comes. Ribbit. Like, there, you're right. There's something missing. Like, there's something. There's something. In the words of even a Martinich. <laughs> oh, God. My nose is so stuffed I can't even snort properly. Joseph and all his carpenter friends. Yeah, there you I 100% con- concur there is something missing and I don't know what it is. But that is maybe my theory because whatever happens with Gabby I mean maybe she, it is maybe we were right the first time maybe it is Gabby, Rachel and Susie, but I don't know now. Now I don't know because of these promos. But basically the last thing that we see in this promo is Clayton telling his dad that no one wants to be there anymore and his dad saying quote they have a right to be upset. You've put yourself in the situation. You screwed the pooch, in my opinion. Yeah, how did he screw the pooch? What did he do? <clears throat> what did he do? And then we do see- Did he screw the pooch just by saying he told everyone that he loved them? Maybe. Is that Maybe. screwing the pooch? It might be. And honestly, that is kind of like, that's the like, honest to gosh, that is- the one thing in my opinion you don't want to do I had a whole soapbox about it earlier this season if you recall like I that is the one rule if I that that you just can't you can't cross it you have one rule that's it that's really it your name is like the second that you start telling people you love them you're in trouble you're in huge trouble Clayton Eckhart seriously like you better have a really thick skin if you're gonna make that decision to tell everyone you love them if you really feel that way like I know sometimes you really feel that way and you feel like you gotta say it but in this particular situation it's really not I'm like waving my arm I'm flapping my arms around (laughs) she's flapping like it 
really does not behoove you to do this. Oh my God. Didn't Mara say that to Sarah? I behoove you to something or other. God almighty. Anyway. And, it behooves uh, you. It behooves you. Yeah. And then we see him saying that I wish I had never fallen in love to his parents and the whole I'm broken while holding a ring. Like it's it's a mess, guys. I'm so broken. It's a mess. I'm scared. I'm anxious. I sort of feel like I am approaching that time when I like during Katie season where it's just me falling downstairs against my will. Like all the way. There's no landings. It's just like, oh, girl, you're going to fall. Yes. Next week is this is the beginning of your descent. Yeah. And you know that these mother truckers are going to put the women till all right before the like climax of everything. So we're going to have to wait like two weeks to find out how this actually resolves. Like, you know that that's going to happen. But in this case, I'm okay with it because this women till all is going to be so melts. It's going to be good. I'm going to have multiple bags of popcorn, maybe a bottle of wine, like (laughs) some chocolate. I got these quarantini cookies. Oh, sorry. Quadrant. Quadratini, oh. the the quarantini cookies. I meant, I... That's what they should be called now. <laughs> Perchance, um, hashtag not sponsored. Uh, but the quadratini from Lo- like quarantini, those German cookies, the L O A C K E R cookies. They are delicious. I'm probably gonna have a couple Loka. bags of those. I have some popcorn, the wafers, have some wine. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in good spirits um even though i'm gonna be thrust down some stairs against my will that's where i'm at lisa yeah <laughs> thrust <laughs> so y'all any, any other final thoughts lisa uh, i mean how can i add yeah, to that that's fair that's fair so y'all you know what i'm gonna say you know what i'm gonna say email us hungryrosespod at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments or thoughts or feelings about the season or requests for bonus content we would love 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 to hear from you Give us that review wherever you listen. We're on Spotify, Apple, CastBox, Google, Amazon. Like, we're literally everywhere. So please, 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 it really does help. Tell your friends. Give us the review. Give us the five stars. And y'all. Oh, also, Instagram. Hi. Sorry. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram at HungryRosesPod. That's where I upload all the gold star tweets of the week. And y'all, till next time, stay hungry. And stay on the high road. We don't need to do any of this behooving business. Okay? Just, just like, keep to yourself. Be classy. We don't need any of this. Stay on the high road. When they go low, we go high. Yeah, I, 